How's everybody doing? Feel the Christmas spirit in this place today. Come on. Feels good. Man, I love Christmas. Anybody love Christmas? I, I, I love the trips to grandma's house, you know, over the mountains and through the woods. Yeah, I, I love the presents. Anybody love the presents? Where's my kids at in this place today? But one of the things I love most about Christmas is the food. Anybody with me on that? Christmas is great. And we're having a special service today, and I know the kids are in the house, so instead of my normal 50-minute sermon, I'm only going to do 45 today, parents, so you're welcome. No, it's not going to be that long. But we're talking about Christmas, and here's the thing about Christmas, is Christmas is a time where we like to make moments, right? We like to have the moments, the lighting of the tree, the Christmas card picture we all take, Right, All these moments that we're trying to make. But here's the thing also about Christmas. Christmas can be chaotic. You with me? Christmas can be chaotic. And if you don't know this, maybe you're someone in the room who doesn't have kids yet. Because kids, talking to you kids, you can be chaotic. And here's the prime example of me trying to create a moment this past week. We were decorating the house for Christmas. We were doing all the decorations. And I, I thought, I was like, man, this is going to be the best day. My kids are going to be happy the entire time. It's going to be so fun. Everyone's going to be smiling, singing songs together. That is not how it went at all. It went with my kids whining the whole time about when is this going to be done. One of my daughters, Willow, picked a side of the tree and she claimed it as her own. This is my side of the tree. And every time I would try to put an ornament on, she would yell at me. And I would say, enjoy this moment. See, because it's how we respond to the chaos that determines the moment. It's how we respond to all this chaos in the world that will determine the moment in our life. Amen? Amen. Let me pray for us. Father God, we love you and we praise you. We just pray that you would speak to us today, God, that we would hear you, that we would just have fun in your presence today, Father, that everything we do here today would glorify your name, and we just pray that you would just help us move closer, move closer to you. We ask this all in your wonderful name, amen. And today we're going to focus on three things. I'm going to give you three really quick things to do in this season to, to, to take a moment in the chaos to remember why we do this, right? It's easy to lose sight of why we do this, why we have the trees and the fun songs and we're all doing this. The reason, I'm just going to, this, this, I could end the sermon right here. The reason we're doing all of this is for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. There it is. Good night. Have a great day. No. But we're going to focus on three things that in this chaotic world, in this chaotic season, we can do personally to help us not miss the moments. Miss the moments with our family, with our friends, and most importantly, miss the moments that Jesus wants to be with us. And so here's the first thing. The first thing we need to do is we need to pause. We need to pause and take time to remember Everybody say pause. 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 
In, in Psalm 62, 5, it says, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is for him, from him. Wait in silence. See, here's the crazy, any video game players in the house? Anybody like to play video games? I mean, there's, some, there's this crazy thing about video games. When you're playing video games, when it, when it gets too stressful or it's getting too much, you can just hit the pause button and the whole world stops. How great would it be if there was a pause button in life? That when, it, when stuff was going crazy in life, when everyone's like fighting around us and screaming, say, pause, chill out. That would be great. We don't have that button, but we can pause. And I'm gonna do a little favor for all the parents in here. Kids, uh, teenagers, why don't you take some time this season to pause the video games and spend some time with your family. All right, so come on. I'm not saying anything wrong about video games. I play them too. I'm just saying, don't miss the moment. Where was I? Pause. There's two things we're gonna focus on when we pause. We are gonna pause daily. We're gonna pause daily. What I mean by that is I want you to take five, 10, 15 minutes, whatever that is, to pause, to step away and remember Jesus. Whatever that looks like daily. For some of you, maybe it's an hour. For maybe some of you, it's a half hour. Maybe some of you, it's just a minute in your day to pause and give time to Jesus. See, when, when, here's what Martin Luther said about this. Work, work from morning until late at night. In fact, I have so much to do. First, I have to spend the first three hours of my day praying. What a cool concept. That I have so much going on in life. There's so much stuff, so much chaos, so much busyness, so much Christmas shopping. All this stuff happening. I need to spend more time in prayer with Jesus. That's hitting the pause button. That's putting the priority as the priority, amen? And the second thing we can do to pause is we can pause weekly. This is extremely important. It is very easy to get in the routine of just going, 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 going. And your weeks just start to morph together and we are not taking time outside of our normal week to, to spend time with what matters, pausing and remembering the reason for the season. What's the point of us doing all this if we get to the end of it and we're not closer to Jesus through it? The whole point of this season is for us to pause and remember Jesus, amen? And here's one of the biggest problems we have is distractions of good things. We get distracted by good things sometimes. We can be doing a lot of good things, but we get so distracted by them, we miss out on the great things that God has planned for us. I hope that we don't find ourselves in a spot where we are so busy doing even good things that we don't take time to pause and hear about the great things from God. So let's pause this Christmas season. The second thing we're gonna do is we need to reflect. We need to take time to reflect Reflect on what Jesus has brought us from. What he's currently bringing us through. Reflect on that. And reflect, I mean, what the meaning of that is, if there's the reflect, like if I look into a mirror, I'll reflect and see something. Something will reflect off that and see. But there's also the idea of reflect, that I am going to take time to ponder, to think, to spend time in reflection, remembering, remembering, in, in Matthew 6, 28, it says this. 
And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. We gotta remember to reflect. Because when we remember what Christ has already done in the past for us, when we take time to reflect on what, how he moved in us, in our families, we find ourselves stressing less. Because we know who is in control. Amen? We need to take time to reflect. And two things I want us to reflect on this season. We need to reflect on his love for you. You need to spend some time reflecting on how much Jesus loves you. I don't think we do this enough. Think of it this way. Everything we're doing for Christmas, the story of Christmas, everything about Christmas, when God's plan to rescue earth was put into motion, it had you in mind. Think about that. That when God is sending his son from heaven to earth, he is thinking about you. If you don't think that is amazing, I don't know what to do. That the creator of the universe loves you so much that this whole season was thinking with you in mind. Amen? Take time to reflect on that and reflect on his provision, like I said. Reflect on what he had already done in your life. Reflect on how he's blessed you before. Because I know, personally, I've gone through seasons where Christmases have been hard. Where I haven't had the right stuff, I, I've been stressed, I've been working hard, and it didn't feel right. But when I reflect on how much Christ has done for me in those seasons of trials, it is so much easier for me to find joy in the moments. Because I know when I look back and I've seen his truth over and over and over again come true in my life, even if I'm in a hard season now, I know a blessing is coming down the road. And we need to spend time in reflection of what God has done. And the third thing we need to do is we need to celebrate. I wish I could drop a track right there, celebrate. I wish that would happen, maybe next time. We need to celebrate. We need to celebrate the things that God is going to do in the future. I'll say it this way. In this season, we need to celebrate believing that God is as big as he says he is. That knowing that the years to come, he's gonna do great things. And we should celebrate it now. We don't need to wait until they happen to celebrate. We can celebrate now knowing that Christ is amazing always. God is God yesterday, today, and forever. So we can celebrate that no matter what our season is like, amen? amen. And here's the truth. I'm gonna read this in Jeremiah 29, 11. It says this, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you, plans to give you a hope for a future. God has a plan for you. He has a plan for your family. He has a plan for you personally. He has a plan for our city, for our country. God has a plan. We can celebrate that. And here, I'm just gonna say this. Too many times as Christians, especially in Christmas season, when the world looks at us, they don't see us joyful. They see sadness, stress, 
pain, all this, and that's okay sometimes, but sometimes we have to reflect like we really believe that the Savior of the universe came to earth as a baby to rescue us from our sin, and we have to live a life of joy. We have to walk in that. I mean, how different would the world be if when we talked to people, we lived our life, we were celebratory with the joy of Jesus Christ and knowing that he has a plan. Amen? Amen. There's something special about celebrating, even in a season of trial. We sang a song, Good News, just a little bit ago. And who knows that this world needs a little bit of good news. It needs some good news. And we have an awesome opportunity in this season to focus on these three things, to make sure that the chaos of the season doesn't make them miss, us miss the moment in our life. We gotta take time to pause. Give time to Jesus this season. If you have a family in here, circle up with your family together, remembering why we do this. Take time to reflect and celebrate. Don't just go through the motions of Christmas. Let's celebrate the real reason for the season. Let's celebrate that there's, we have belief that Jesus, Jesus is still alive today. That this Christmas season we're celebrating is just the beginning of the story. Amen? And one of the best ways to celebrate is to just speak life. To speak life over yourself, over your family, over your community, to speak truth, to speak blessings over people. And we're gonna close out with a song called The Blessing. And what this song is all about is it's declaring that we believe, we believe that God's blessings will reign for generation after generation after generation. And I wanna read a little piece of this part of the song here. It says this, may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you and all around you and within you. He is with you. He is with you. In the morning and in the evening, in your coming and your going, in your weeping and your rejoicing, he is for you, he is for you. That should give us a reason to celebrate that Jesus is for us. That with this whole season, Jesus had us in mind that we can sing this song over each other, believing the words true, that he is for us. That we can take time in this season to not miss his voice and miss the moment. Amen? Amen. So let's stand to our feet and let's begin to sing this song over each other, over the families in this room, over our kids, over our neighbors. Let's sing this truth together today.
Sorry. 